If you enjoyed podcasts like this, you should check out our other shows on Health Podcast Network. For example, Medicine in America, hosted by Anthony Manson and Todd Harrington, shares the stories of physicians, other healthcare professionals, and industry leaders who are changing the way we deliver care. There's an episode that you should check out called Primary Care Reimagined with Subscription-Based Preventative Care Model. It's an inspiring call for a paradigm shift in primary care. All of their episodes highlight innovative ideas at the forefront of the movement to transform our healthcare system. Check out Medicine in America on your favorite podcast platform or visit healthpodcastnetwork.com. I'm Tara Bradner, and this is Hopeful Hints, an infertility podcast where you will receive quick, hopeful hints to guide you through infertility. Here, you will find education, inspiration, and most importantly, find peace as you walk through this journey to fulfill your family vision. Welcome to Hopeful Hands. I'm your host, Dr. Tara Bradner, and today we are going to talk about the S word, which should be a cuss word, and that is stress. And I get this question a lot, and I actually cringe when I talk to my patients about it because it comes up all the time. But I think it's so important to understand the impact that stress has on our health and our fertility, and just really have some quick tools in place that you can lean into. If you find that you are in a moment in your life where stress is higher or because we're messy humans, we know that life will continuously throw stress at us in ebbs and flows. It's like a roller coaster. So having tools in place to better manage your stress, especially when going through infertility, really helpful. And so let's begin today just by taking a look at what is stress? Like what exactly is stress? So stress is your body's way of responding to any kind of demand or threat or pressure. And there's many different situations or life events that can cause this to happen. And it's really subjective, meaning you are the ultimate person who gets to determine what is stress. And I use the example of what might be stressful to one person may not be to another, so not to judge or compare when it comes to these situations. It's often triggered when we experience something new, unexpected, or that threatens our sense of self, or when we feel we have little control over a situation. That is probably the most common one, and that is a true statement when it comes to infertility. There's so much that's out of our control, and so that in ourself and the unknown really just in itself creates a higher moment in our life of stress. I'm going to say it again. We all deal with stress differently, and our ability to cope can even be impacted by our genetics, past life events, our personality, and our social and economic circumstances. So to really give yourself grace, there's so much that even goes into how you as an individual deal with stress. And I find many of my patients having situations that happened to them when they were a child and completely not in control of their environment, and it carries over into adulthood and tends to show and come up more often when we are going through other things in our life, such as infertility. We are triggered by things differently and easier. So let's begin by looking at symptoms. How do we know if we are stressed? So physical symptoms of stress can include body aches and pains. You might have chest pain or feeling like your heart's racing, especially in those 
acute moments or those actual moments of a situation or threat. You might be exhausted. You might just be tired all the time. You never feel rested. You wake up tired. You have that afternoon crash. You go to bed tired. After work, you lay down. You want to take a nap. You have trouble sleeping. You're so tired and don't feel well, but yet you can't fall asleep. We need to look at your cortisol and stress levels. Perhaps you have headaches, dizziness, shaking, actual symptoms like that. Perhaps you have high blood pressure, muscle tension or jaw clenching. Oh, goodness. So many of my patients get headaches and neck aches. We see stomach and digestive problems, troubles with intercourse. Perhaps you do not have a sex drive like you once had. Now, there's so much that can go into all of these as well. Me being very involved with my patients' hormones, all of these could have a hormonal component, and they do because cortisol usually is involved and cortisol impacts our hormones. But I really just think sometimes there's a lot of hormone components too that can go into this. Perhaps you're always sick. Your immune system is not strong. It's weak. That can be from stress and acute and chronic stress situations. We know that stress can lead to emotional and mental symptoms like anxiety, irritability, fluctuations in how you feel, up, down, roller coaster, depression, panic attacks, sadness. So what does it do to our bodies? Stress impacts every aspect of our bodies, including emotions, behaviors, our ability to think clearly during the day, and actual physical health. So it's really imperative that we give you tools and help drop those levels down if we can in any way at all to help you, especially as you're going through your fertility journey. So How does this affect our fertility? Stress alone does not cause infertility. I'm going to say it again. Stress alone does not cause infertility. It can just cause a whole bunch of issues within our body that then in turn impacts our fertility. So when you're feeling anxious or stressed, your nervous system actually is releasing this hormone called cortisol. And this in turn causes that fight or flight response that shuts down any system or doesn't allow that system to do its full process like it's supposed to for survival. And this includes our reproductive system. So this is why we tend to see our periods sometimes be later or delayed if you're experiencing high levels of stress for an extended period of time. And so we want to look at, you know, were your periods once normal and then something happened that was stressful or caused stress levels to be higher in your life and now your periods are abnormal. So let's pause and remember that simply relaxing does not cure infertility. It is a matter of getting those hormones balanced and figuring out what's going on with our reproductive system to fall and bring those back to baseline. So another question I get a lot is how do we manage or eliminate? And I would say we we cannot eliminate stress. We are messy humans. And because of that, life will continuously throw stress at us. And so it's a matter of managing it learning tools that you can use to manage it and things you can do to assist with overall caring for your health, which includes proper nutrition, exercise, sleep, and then bringing in some cognitive behavioral work therapy. We know that sleep and reproductive hormones follow a circadian rhythm. And so research has even demonstrated that a disturbance in your natural sleep cycle can disrupt our hormones enough to impair our fertility. And we know that five hours of sleep per night or less can lead to obesity and irregular hormones. And so really working on improving your sleep and figuring out why. Because also we know that if our hormones are imbalanced, it can impact our sleep. And so it's really working with somebody who understands this thoroughly, 
takes the time to really dig into your health overall and really deep and figure out what's going on to help with that. Some of my other favorite mental cognitive behavioral therapies include obviously working with a licensed counselor, a psychologist, hypnotherapy. And if you have some really deep trauma that's happened to you, whether it's in your past as a child or present, EMDR therapy can be a great addition to. It's not uncommon for me to have my patients with hypnotherapy and EMDR and working with a counselor as well. So don't feel like you have to pick one or the other. It's working to create your own healthcare team. If you've been around long enough, you know that I really preach you are in control of your healthcare and you get to create your healthcare team. And I really stress the importance of you creating an actual healthcare team that looks like the way you want it to look. You feel heard by your healthcare providers. They're really listening to you and digging deep into your symptoms and trying new things and adjusting things that haven't worked in the past. We're not just doing the same thing over or only offering you one or two things to help, but instead working from a full system approach having multiple people involved that really can help you with this. Remember, my inbox is always open. I'm here for you. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Hopeful Hints. See you back here next week. If you enjoyed today's show, please head over and hit subscribe or leave a review for Hopeful Hints and Infertility Podcast. Thank you so much for listening and we'll see you back here next week, Tuesday. If you enjoyed podcasts like this, you should check out our other shows on Health Podcast Network. For example, Medicine in America, hosted by Anthony Manson and Todd Harrington, shares the stories of physicians, other healthcare professionals, and industry leaders who are changing the way we deliver care. There's an episode that you should check out called Primary Care Reimagined with Subscription-Based Preventative Care Model. It's an inspiring call for a paradigm shift in primary care. All of their episodes highlight innovative ideas at the forefront of the movement to transform our healthcare system. Check out Medicine in America on your favorite podcast platform or visit healthpodcastnetwork.com.